Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Keith of Kentucky, and we're back for another episode of So There's That, the podcast. We're on episode four. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep pushing. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you for tuning in, showing your girl some support, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate the love. I appreciate the feedback. I hope you guys had a wonderful week. It's Friday. It's time to wind down. Your girl is winding down currently. I have a bottle of Costello Del... Poggio, that's how you pronounce it, it's Moscato, I have about mm, three ounces left, (laughs) and I am currently drinking from the bottle, because classic, or whatever, I just want to, you know, first and foremost, before starting off and getting really down deep into the latest in pop culture news, Shout out to, you know what I'm saying? My tongue is out. My tongue is out. <laughs> it is paying homage, if you will, to Cardi B, man. Listen, Cardi B is probably having the best week ever. Earlier in this week, we found out all together as a group, as people that have been rooting for her since day one. I'm talking day one, the people that have been peeping her Instagram and uh a hoe is never cold like bitch are you do you understand um the glow up that cardi b is experiencing right now do you do you really and if you're not knowledgeable about the things that's going on in her life currently the rapstress is number one on the billboards bitch and let me tell you how big of an accomplishment that is she is the first female solo hip-hop hip-hop artists to go number one in 19 years with no features okay and for some reason I thought that Nicki Minaj would have like conquered this effort at some point but we all know that Nicki really ain't shit unless she's on a feature let's be honest about it not even trying to take this moment from Cardi B and turn it into a Nicki Minaj thing but I think that's been the current consensus from from some time now I'm sorry the wine is talking I told you I got two ounces now left, but that's about the, that's the, the consensus. And if we really want to be honest with ourselves, we gonna admit to the fact that she really ain't been flying those rhymes as, as hard as she used to be uh, without her concubine safari, okay? <laughs> but I'm not going to take this moment away from Cardi B. I just want to congratulate her because for real, a few years ago, I followed her on Instagram. She was just a hilarious stripper that was saying shit that everybody wanted to say and didn't really give a shit about how you viewed her, if you looked at her as a hoe. She doesn't really give a shit. She's just going to give you Cardi B. I believe she's from the Bronx, right? She's from the Bronx. You know, she's just a regular, degular, schmegular. Look, oh my God, guys. What time is it? I'm looking down at my phone and Beyonce, I'm getting to Beyonce in a minute. It's 9.39 and Beyonce then shared two posts, okay? Like, I have my notifications set for Beyonce. I know she knows that. We cool or whatever. Anyways, let me get back to Cardi B. Cardi B, congratulations, girl. I am very proud of you. I am still um, learning the lyrics to, <laughs> to Bodak Yellow. I feel like I got like... of that song covered but I fuck up a lot of it and it's okay because I still got time and I'm not tired of it yet 
Um, so that's good. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure that y'all knew <laughs> that she knows that y'all know that this bitch number one. Okay. She number one on the billboards. Cardi B is having the best 2017 ever. Sending her more blessings. I hope that this isn't just a one hit wonder because it has the potential to be. Um, so my advice to her, and believe me, I am nobody. I ain't shit. But she need to come with these next few singles. She needs to take um, or uh, catch her own wave, if you will. And ride that bitch. <laughs> ride that bitch. Why you up? Your shit needs to be popping. I need to be PR. Y'all keep hiring. Like, who who be talking about that PR all the time? Hazel E. Nasal E. <laughs> Girl, who? For who? But anyways, congratulations. Uh, Bella Kali. What's her name? Belkali. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Keith of Kentucky, and we're back for another episode of So There's That, the podcast. We're on episode four. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep pushing. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you for tuning in, showing your girl some support, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate the love. I appreciate the feedback. I hope you guys had a wonderful week. It's Friday. It's time to wind down. Your girl is winding down currently. I have a bottle of Costello Del... Poggio, that's how you pronounce it. It's Moscato. I have about mm, three ounces left. <laughs> and I am currently drinking from the bottle because classic or whatever. I just want to, you know, first and foremost, before starting off and getting really down deep into the latest in pop culture news. Shout out to, you know what I'm saying? My tongue is out. My tongue is out. <laughs> it is paying homage, if you will, to Cardi B, man. Listen, Cardi B is probably having the best week ever. Earlier in this week, we found out all together as a group, as people that have been rooting for her since day one. I'm talking day one, the people that have been peeping her Instagram and uh a hoe is never cold like bitch are you do you understand um the glow up that cardi b is experiencing right now do you do you really and if you're not knowledgeable about the things that's going on in her life currently the rapstress is number one on the billboards bitch and let me tell you how big of an accomplishment that is she is the first female solo hip-hop hip-hop artist to go number one in 19 years with no features okay and for some reason I thought that Nicki Minaj would have like conquered this effort at some point but we all know that Nicki really ain't shit unless she's on a feature let's be honest about it not even trying to take this moment from Cardi B and turn it to a Nicki Minaj thing but I think that's been the current consistent consensus from from some time now I'm sorry the wine is talking I told you I got two ounces now left, but that's about the, that's the, the consensus. And if we really want to be honest with ourselves, we're going to admit to the fact that she really ain't been flying those rhymes as, as hard as she used to be uh, without her concubine safari. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not going to take this moment away from Cardi B. I just want to congratulate her because for real, 
few years ago. I followed her on Instagram. She was just a hilarious stripper that was saying shit that everybody wanted to say and didn't really give a shit about how you viewed her, if you looked at her as a hoe. She doesn't really give a shit. She's just going to give you Cardi B. I believe she's from the Bronx, right? She's from the Bronx. You know, she's just a regular, degular, schmegular. Look, oh my God, guys. What time is it? I'm looking down at my phone and Beyonce, I'm getting to Beyonce in a minute. It's 9.39 and Beyonce then shared two posts, okay? Like, I have my notifications set for Beyonce. I know she knows that. We cool or whatever. Anyways, let me get back to Cardi B. Cardi B, congratulations, girl. I am very proud of you. I am still um, learning the lyrics to, <laughs> to Bodak Yellow. I feel like I got like... 85% of that song covered but I fuck up a lot of it and it's okay because it's still got time and I'm not tired of it yet um so that's good um <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure that y'all knew <laughs> that she knows that y'all know that this bitch number one okay she number one on the billboards Cardi B is having the best 2017 ever sending her more blessings I hope that this isn't just a one hit wonder because it has the potential to be um so my advice to her and believe me i am nobody i ain't shit but she need to come with these next few singles she needs to take um or uh, catch her own wave if you will and <laughs> ride that bitch <laughs> ride that bitch while you up your shit needs to be popping i need to be pr y'all keep hiring like who who be talking about that pr all the time hazel e nasal e <laughs> girl who for who but anyways congratulations uh bellically what's her name bellically <laughs> yo shout out to cardi b um i felt like this was a perfect way to segue or transition into this topic but i don't think y'all know how hard it is to be an azalea banks fan First off, I feel like I'm one of the only people on this earth. Like, it's about 10% of us that know how to say her name right. I watched Wendy Williams sometime this week, and she was reporting the same news that I'm about to give to y'all. Talking about how Azealia Banks is a hater. She basically is a hater. She basically is a fucking hater. She don't know how to deal with her emotions. The whole need to go to therapy. And I still love her music, and there ain't nothing she can do about it. She can troll me on Twitter. It don't matter. I ain't shit yet, and it don't matter. She don't even know me. She don't even know me. But I'm here to tell you guys that Azealia Banks, if, if the only thing you know about this hoe is that she beefs with people on Twitter and Instagram, please know, and you heard it from me, is that this bitch is talented. She really is. She's just crazy as fuck. She just be sitting up in her room. She got a fucking closet where she got them sacrifices chicken. The hoe is nuts. And she's problematic. And it's very hard to say that she that I am a fan of her music at this point. It fucking, it reeks. It reeks of awesomeness. Where did I get that from? Y'all tell me. But I fucking hate it. So Cardi B had her little accomplishment. I ain't gonna say little because I don't want to downgrade it. But she had her accomplishment this week. She got number one on the billboards. As I already guys, already told you guys about it. Well, Azealia, girl, like who asked you? Who got, Who asked you for your input? I mean, nobody was... Nobody asked you for that. She basically said that Cardi B did not rate the accomplishments that she, 
I mean, who are you, Azealia? Girl, let me first, I have to let you guys know that I am a fan of Azealia Banks' music and the things that she creates. And I just love her. She had all the potential in the world. She gained notoriety from a song that came out a few years ago called 212. The shit bangs. I don't give a fuck. It bangs. She released a, re- uh, uh, a mixtape like a year later. She was riding her own way. And it was called Fantasy. F-A-N-T-S-E-A. Okay? Look it up. Because I'm tired of people in comment sections talking about they don't know who the fuck Azealia Banks is. Azealia Banks is her wordplay, the way that she she, she uses um, she uses a very repetitive um, styling of uh, a cadence, if you will. But at the same time, she just give me lyrics, bro. She give me lyrics, she give me style, she give me attitude. I be loving it. And, and she gives me, like, explicit sexual lyrics, and I, I fucking fuck with it. And it's like Cardi B, but she's more on the house side. Um, and I really enjoy her music, but she is, oh, my God. She just be coming for everybody, and then she wonders why her career is exactly where the fuck it's at. And I just be wanting her to win. Y'all remember the episode? It was a few loving hip-hops ago. A long time ago, it was Loving Hip Hop New York, and uh, picture this, we are in a park, Olivia is holding her puppy, um, Rich Dollars is on the bridge, and he is telling Olivia about his need and his want for Olivia to win in this fucking music industry. He is crying thug tears, and he is very upset that Olivia seems to be in her own way. And that's the way, <laughs> that is the fucking way I feel about Azealia Banks. If Azealia Banks would get the fuck out of her own way, stop talking about other people, mind her goddamn business because it's free, then she would be a lot further in her rap career than what the fuck she is now. It just pisses me off because I have so much faith in her. And you know, me as a music connoisseur, as I would call myself, as somebody who has repped Azealia Banks, I have spoken up for Azealia Banks. And this is how she do me, bitch. Can you just be happy for Cardi B? You ain't got to fuck. And then she tried to turn it into some old, if anybody deserved to be at number one at this point of Snakey Minaj. Girl. Girl. A-Z-Z. Look. Let this whole Cardi have her moment. I'm fucking sick of you. Stay the fuck out of people's business. It's free. Okay? Okay, so... Y'all know in our regular basic ass lives when we get invited somewhere we don't want to be, um, sometimes for the sake of just making an appearance, we just show up there and we just, you know, we hold our own. We stay in there about 10, 10 to 15 minutes and then we bounce out, right? Well, Steph Curry, he didn't have the time and he didn't have the patience to be all up in the White House. Um, I don't know shit about sports. So I'll tell you that. I should ask my husband uh, so that I could come to these stores more prepared. But, bitch, the Golden State Warriors won um, whether the Final Four, the, you know, the whatever they won for basketball. When you win it, you get to go see the president and you get to what give a 
special made um, cloth. I don't know. Jersey to the president. Well, guess what? Don't nobody want to go to the White House. And they ain't coming from me. I'm just reporting what's out here on the streets. Don't nobody want to go to the White House. Steph Curry don't want to go. Steph Curry was asked in a press conference about him going to attend the White House. And he was like, look, I don't really want to go. You know, I like, I know I was invited, but I ain't trying to be there. I'm just trying to do my own thing. So, of course, (laughs) the president, whose main way of communicating with the public these days is via, shout out to Alaska. Y'all know who I'm talking about. If y'all know who Alaska is, via <laughs> Twitter. That's how we get the news, bro. We get the news, we get the reports, we get the ratings updates from our president on Twitter. And you know, it's innovative. It's a new thing. It's a new wave. I'm not going to hate on him. Y'all know. Y'all know how I gotta play it <laughs> when I'm talking about these matters. But he, this man, the president, our honorable. Our honorable Donald J. Trump um, went on Twitter. You know, I think they just upgraded the character list, so we're in for a treat. Um, but in this instance, he decided that he was going to invite Steph Curry because he had made reference to him in the press conference. And basically, the response was, Bro, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to go in the first place. Like, <laughs> That just brought me down to a time where I've been invited to parties and weddings and uh, certain things that I just really didn't want to go. And I went for the sake of, you know, appearance and to be there. And Steph Curry's like, look, in real life, you can have the fucking And Aisha Curry, who I who recently just got to be a cover girl um, model I see all those sponsored goddamn ads on my damn Instagram now but shout out to Aisha and she like retweeted it and she was like anyways exactly like well, just I mean if you didn't want to be somewhere in the first place how you gonna be mad if somebody gets some, someone uninvites you what did you really trying to say? Like, no one cared. Like, I didn't care. To, I didn't even want to go, to be honest. When somebody cancels plans on you that you had no plans going to in the first place. What a blessing. What a... Listen. It's a blessing. <laughs> Who cares? I was so tickled at that story this week. He really thinks... I don't know who I'm talking about right now. Do you really think that people want to be in his presence and really want to fuck with this man? I don't know who I'm talking about. Don't ask me. I am not of, I can't say. But this person is really just thinking that people is in lines and flocks, right? To really, to really go kick it with them. And I'm here to tell you. <laughs> Hashtag. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> um, so as I've done in the past, this is my fourth episode. I've done a little mini podcasts before, but I do want to send my thoughts and prayers to the people of Puerto Rico. 
since dealing with Hurricane Irma, I actually had a coworker who did not have communication with her husband for like days on end. And she was thankfully able to get in contact with her husband after a while. And it's, it's a little bit disappointing to see how much we have taken a step back from our dealings with Puerto Rico at this point. I feel like we should have probably done more. It's almost, not as much, but it's almost starting to mirror um, the things that happened and occurred in, during Hurricane Katrina in Louisiana. We are very slow to react here, and I'm hoping that we start seeing support. I'm seeing things out there, obviously, that we're starting to do things, but I believe that we could do a lot more. And I know we're dealing with a lot of different storms and the impact and outcome of that. But we need to we need to support Puerto Rico there. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. <laughs> They're in horrible shape right now. And I have a lot of friends with the um, where I work. I deal and I've met a lot of uh, Puerto Ricans and just all sorts of people. Like it's been a rainbow of people that I have been grateful to interact with and learn about while um, working where I do work. And um, I just send my thoughts and my prayers and all my good chakras and attitude and good balance and all that other shit that people practice. Whatever you practice, bitch, that's what I'm sending to you. All positivity. Um, and that might not be anything, obviously. I'm sending donations as well, uh, ensuring that um, we spotlight you because I just feel like, hmm, y'all always know when I get to talk about certain things that I take a step back and make sure that I approach it in the right manner. I want to make sure that the focus, instead of on Sundays, where I feel like I'll be expecting of conversation regarding the NFL and the kneeling protests, that I hear a little bit more about the things that's going over uh, in stateside, um, Puerto Rico. I don't believe Flint has water yet. I don't believe certain parts of Houston has been relieved from the devastation that they dealt with. Um, I know for sure that Puerto Rico is still going through a lot of shit and a lot of people don't have electricity. So I just hope that we stay focused. And I know it's very easy for us to, a lot of people want to put on the fact that we are easily distracted. Um, and that one thing can easily take our focus off. And I'm here to let you guys know that we are fucking so capable of multitasking with the things that we care about. I care about the things that's going over in the NFL and the things that's going over in Puerto Rico and still thinking about Flint and still thinking about police brutality and still wanting Beyonce to release another album and still caring about Mona Scott Productions. It is very capable for me to give a damn about all these things, but I just want to make sure that I shouted out Puerto Rico specifically this episode and know that um, they know that their brothers and sisters are with them at this time, even though some people might not be showing as much support as they need. And I'm hoping that we do our part and we actually go over there and help them. A lot of people are in devastation right now. So I'm just only hoping that we follow through on um, our allegiance to each other as Americans. 
think it's what everybody is whatever you go on any fucking any fucking news outlet uh everybody's preaching about how great americans they are and how they love it and don't you dare disrespect the flag because of veterans i just need to see i just need to see the comment sections directing people to give a shit about puerto rico and that's kind of how I feel. I'm going to talk a little bit about the NFL protest real quick, though. So, yeah, I said I was going to talk about the NFL real quick. I don't know how short or long this is going to be, but let me tell you, we have lost direction at this point. I don't know if there's even one celebrity out here in this bitch that's listening to me. I doubt it. But let me tell you one thing. If, if there was anything that I could do or I could send to you guys, it would be for you guys to stop kneeling. And it's not even because I feel disrespected. It's not because I give a shit. It's because the purpose. You know that saying. (laughs) I say this a lot. We can't have shit, right? I say, quote, we can't have shit, end quote. A lot. Because it just seems like as soon as we get some shit, here comes some people and they take it and they just flip it and turn it to their own thing. And then it's like, it ain't ours no more. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm so adamant about the word nigga. I'm probably gonna, you know, this is what I do. I go off on tangents on different subjects, even though I came here with a plan in mind. And you know what? This is what I think about the word nigga. Somebody brought this up on my Facebook. Well, not on my Facebook. It was on my timeline. And somebody asked. It was a black female. Uh, whether or not she believes that black people should stop saying the n-word and I said fuck no you know why because at the end of the day I believe that white people are super mad that somebody told them that they cannot do something and that's what I said and gonna stick to that but getting back on subject about the NFL and people kneeling and how we can't have shit Um, Colin Kaepernick had really good intentions when he took a knee during the National Anthem. Nobody wants to believe this, but the National Anthem was not written in favor of black and brown people. It just wasn't. We get that first little verse. Whitney Houston gave us a bomb-ass fucking rendition of that bitch. It will forever be played at any ceremony. That you need to be played at. Ain't nobody playing uh, Blake Shelton's version of fucking the national anthem, bitch. Like, they playing Whitney Houston, right? But we get that one verse. And then somebody, long ago, decided to pick up and read and Google the extra verses that are on the national anthem. And guess what, bitch? (laughs) It's a bunch of bullshit, bitch. Hashtag. I did a lot of hashtags this episode. The hashtag is the... A bunch of bullshit. It ain't for us. So first off, you you pretty much asking us to stand up and salute on the basis of like y'all gotta understand where we come from, dog. You ain't got to, but you're gonna have to. You got to. Like God, have you ever do me a favor if you're listening right now? Look up the, the lyrics in its entirety. That is nothing that um, you should expect black people to really feel 
some type of way about. So we got the pretty antics and, and the notes and the high notes and all that shit in the first verse. And that's, like, you kill the national anthem. You know what I'm saying? You that bitch or whatever. But once you get into the second and third lyric, bitch, listen. It ain't for us. We really shouldn't be proud. It should be a whole nother ass national anthem. Just people want to take that as being sensitive. It is what it is. But when you have a whole ass verse dedicated to slaves and how slaves need to be kept and um you know the killing of slaves like fuck guys <laughs> this is our national anthem bro like you gotta understand and i'm gonna run out of a little time i'm gonna come back but <laughs> let me just i'm gonna finish up i'm gonna start a new segment real quick i don't want to cut off but i'll, I'll keep y'all stay with me two seconds all right i'm back so it's so easy to tell us to get out of our feelings and stop being offended when it comes to certain issues in this country. But you got to understand, um, the only thing we're asking you to do is listen to us. And you guys are offended by the fact that we have something to say. Any form of protest that we may have, whether it's writing, whether it's uh, taking a fucking knee, it's problematic to you guys. And at the end of the day, I wish you guys would just recognize your truth and be okay with the fact that you just don't want nobody to say shit that this is a family where there's like lots of horrible shit going on and nobody needs to bring it to the dinner table like we need to just shut the fuck up and eat our fucking potatoes and chicken and shit like nobody wants to hear you complain bitch like could you just shut the fuck up and eat you know that's kind of how it is. It, and and Colin Kaepernick, when he took a knee, he was taking a knee in honor of, uh, and not even in honor, but to to bring light upon police brutality as men, uh, as well as um, oppression um, and microaggressions and things that are being experienced in America today in 2017. It, that's all it is. And for anybody to see anything other than that is crazy. For someone to look at him and say that he's disrespecting the flag. Um, mm, I just don't understand your... You, I think when people look at Colin Kaepernick or anybody else who cho- chooses to kneel prior to this past weekend, because I'm going to get into that. Prior to this past weekend, you know, the president had a few things to say about people who took a knee to the flag. Um, but it was just trying to generate some kind of conversation before that. It was just trying to say, well, I think Colin Kaepernick, not that he was asking you to ask him or demanding. Because um, I don't think, really, truly, I don't think he gives a fuck. But he was trying to bring forth some kind of conversation. So when people ask, why the fuck he was kneeling, that we can move a little bit forward um, as far as it's concerned. But I think that he knows we know at this point that it doesn't give a fuck what we, we it, it doesn't matter what we're doing <laughs> in order to get people's eyes on the real problems. There's gonna still be problems because nobody wants to look at it. So basically, what happened to close this portion of it out is that um, the president said over a press conference or an event or a visitation or something somewhere that he was at, he said. Um, that anybody that, and I'm paraphrasing, anybody that took a knee to the flag is a son of a bitch, basically. 
who knows in the manner that he said it. So this week, every football player pretty much had an attitude about this. And this is exactly how the fuck I'm going to say it, except for the people who have been milling and been taking a knee. Everybody else, you guys are bandwagon bitches. I'm going to say it. I said what I said. And honestly and truly, you were fucking punks <laughs> to me. I'm going to say what the fuck I got to say. To me, anybody who did it this past week and no, any, no time before and watching Colin Kaepernick go through what the fuck he's going through and decided they want to lock arms and fucking take a knee, it doesn't matter now. Now you're doing it because somebody that called you, somebody got you butthurt and called you a goddamn son of a bitch. And now you ain't got no choice but to take a knee because you ain't going to let no man tell you that you're a son of a bitch. It ain't about police brutality no more. It ain't about oppression anymore. It's about your fucking pride and your ego at this point. So, um, I love by way of my husband, the Cowboys, but fuck Jerry Jones. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You could even be fucking 100% with your mini protest, bro. Like, you had your entire team. You took the, uh, the choice away from them to, to protest on their own, to make a point and to have some kind of goofy ass, 50-50 ass solidarity. It was all bullshit. Anybody that was praising that shit has lost what the true purpose was of taking a fucking knee. Y'all was taking a knee because now y'all need to let Trump know the Chinese sons of bitches. That's it. Don't lie. Don't lie. And so, pretty much to conclude that last little part is that I just hope come this Sunday, because I know I'm going to be faced with seeing a game or two, is that y'all just keep, just fucking keep standing. If you don't, if you don't care about the shit that's going on and you took it personal, okay, you took it personal instead of what the initial reason why Colin Kaepernick and a few Small other people who took a knee during the national anthem decided to take that knee for it and just keep your ass standing. Don't give us no fake ass tribute that goes the same for any other celebrity that feels like they gotta go on Instagram and post a picture of them taking a knee with their hand over their heart, Shonda Rhimes and fucking Meredith Grey and all them. You know what I'm saying? Jesse fucking, what's his goddamn name? His fine ass. I'm still mad at him for cheating on his wife. But all y'all, don't do no fake ass protesting for publicity type shit. This shit is real. And there's a reason this man didn't get no job. He don't get no job no more. Y'all don't get to sit and play around and act like that. Because this man did it when it was unpopular to do it. Y'all doing it for another fucking purpose. Because somebody hurt y'all fucking feelings and told y'all y'all was a son of a bitch. And this is the man with the highest fucking office. And so what the fuck y'all gonna do? I'm gonna take a knee now. Because ain't no way the person gonna call me a son of a bitch. That's how I saw it. Because <laughs> if y'all was down, y'all would've been down from the jump. Anyways, moving on. I don't talk about that no more. I don't talk about that no more. <laughs> I don't know why I think y'all care, but... Like three of the Kardashians are expecting children. So uh, Chris is just really out here living her best life. She's getting these coins. There's nothing you can do to stop her. E 
exclamation point is going to keep getting her these ducats in order to provide more children in you know for decades to come um, of just really fucking up their lives and I don't know I, I, my only hope is that Kanye's aunties get a hold of Saint and North and um, that way that they won't be exposed to the fuckery that Chris may provide but I'm here to let you guys know as I reported last week that um, Kylie may be expecting a baby with Tyler Tyler? I was gonna say Tyler the creator. That would be a crazy baby. Hmm. A literal crazy baby. But not Tyler the Creator's Trevor. Travis Scott. Um, I reported that last week. You guys are probably already in the loop on that, but now we've come to find out that Khloe Kardashian um may be pregnant with Tristan Thompson's kid, plays for the Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavs. Uh, and then you know everybody knows or should know if you don't know I'm here to let you know that Kim and Kanye are expecting a third child via surrogate do you baby boo it is what it is like I just feel like I hope that Kanye is alright like I told you guys he gained a little weight put on a few pounds and but we ain't seen him all the time I don't know if he's working on music I don't know what the fuck to be honest I don't give a fuck about Chloe's baby with Tristan like who is he he left his whole ass baby mama for you so I'm just hoping that surgery or you saved up enough money to be able to go back to where you're at because some of these girls yes we saw the way with Kim when she had her baby she looked all out of whack and and Chloe's has done a few things I know she likes to contribute that shit to be in the gym but we know you know better look at your face Look at your face. <laughs> Where's that from? No, look at your face. <laughs> Chloe. Chloe Simpson. Listen. Girl, congratulations. I'm going to stop being the way I am. How I'm being right now. And tell you congratulations. Congratulations to Travis Scott once again for getting his child support payment. <laughs> like I said last week. Get yours. All right, because Kylie going to have hers as long as Chris Jenner is in her corner. She going to get this money, but are you going to have money? I'm sure you will. You, Like I said, you are a talented individual. But that is just, that is um, a sturdiness. That's something that you know for sure will be there. And I'm sure you're grateful. Um, and that's good and everything. Um, it's just going to keep going. Like we thought that this whole Kardashian Jenner empire was gonna let up, and I'm just here to let you guys know you heard it here first, unless you heard it from somebody else. We got years and years and decades, and maybe even a century left of these hoes just being all up in our face, and it's unfortunate, but <laughs> that's me slow crying. I don't even watch E! News no more. I used to watch Fashion Police on E! I used to watch E! News because I used to be... I was. I, I used to care. I don't care anymore. I don't even watch E! anymore. I don't watch Snap no more. What else do... What else to even be on E! They had a Mariah Carey's little thing on there. I didn't watch that. I don't even watch that shit no more. But congratulations to all three of y'all having a baby at the same time, if it's true. A lot of y'all like to act like y'all denying some shit until y'all want to do some million dollar photo shoot shoot somebody pay your ass for to bury your bare ass stomach 
Like, nobody don't give a fuck. Just let us send out a tweet. Let us know your ass is expecting so that the shade room can keep posting updates every few days about your ass being pregnant and the bumps and the fucking two inches on your waist that you gain every three seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like, we gonna find out. We gonna find. And then Brandy, I want to close this with Brandy. We know. Like, we know. I don't know why you choose to keep lying to us. But you got to have the baby one day, Brandy. Girl. But congratulations to all y'all. Whatever. All right, lastly, I want to talk about, I want to talk about the latest craze in these Facebook streets. You know what I'm saying? On the Instagram streets. On the Twitter streets. On Snapchat. All y'all social media. This week, I've been hearing all sorts of renditions of the For That D for that P challenge. And I'm honestly, I'm just not mad at it. I love it. I love that people getting their bars on and that they're learning how to rap and learning how to rhyme. I appreciate it. Uh, it's comedy. I enjoy any challenge that doesn't involve anyone physically hurting themselves. And especially when it has to do with music, I'm totally here for it. But you know what my one annoyance is? It's when y'all got to turn the shit into something else. It was the for that D and for that P sound. Then we got, now we got like a for the deliverance. Shout out to Yvonne Orgy. You know, she's a virgin. So she had to make it. Sometimes you got to make things apply to yourself. So I'm not really talking about her. Um, What was another for that degree? For the Lord challenge. For... Uh, it's just awesome. I'm like, can y'all just let motherfuckers talk about what they gonna do for the vagina or for the penis? Like, let people have what they want to talk. Let them be as explicit and nasty and freaky as they want to be. Can we let people? And then there's another thing. I believe that Gabrielle Union, Issa Rae, and Regina King, they all participated in it. And I believe Sinai Lathan as well, even though she was severely off beat but she is not so what what am i saying nothing <laughs> but they decided to participate in the for that d challenge and then there was an article on some somebody who writes dissertations about how black women sir, should present themselves for a living on a link that i happened to click on and read and thought was complete bullshit and the thing is that the the article wasn't as bad as the comments. It's just a bunch of uh, women talking to each other about how uh, they shouldn't talk like that. Like, we shouldn't own our own sexuality. Like, we don't be craving penis. Like, <laughs> like we gonna do some strange shit for a penis? Like, I mean, let's be real here. And, oh, my God. I don't know if my mother-in-law or my mother will ever listen to this. I apologize. But let's just be real here. We're all grown adults. If a woman want to do something strange for people to change, for her man, for her husband, for the dude that she called at 3 o'clock in the morning, bro, let her live her life, bro. Like, don't know about I don't see half as many <laughs> critiques about the men doing the for that P challenge like it's it's clearly a double standard I just can't believe that it's still relevant in 2017 that women can't talk about these certain things without getting ran through the dirt 
be called hoes and be called classless and be told all sorts of things that they should keep their private um, lives to themselves. And I just believe that women should do whatever the fuck they want to do. That's all I believe. So I'm here for the For That Be Challenge. I, I participated in it. For what did I say? I did that. Basically, I did that. <laughs> I participated in the challenge. I posted to my Snapchat. You know, again, yeah, yeah. a bitch might have bars or whatever. <laughs> I know how to rhyme. Like, I know how to make things rhyme with each other. If I write it down, if I think about it real hard, I just might be able to spit a hot 15. Is that how it goes? Whatever. I know how to rhyme. But just let women do them. Let women say what they want to say, do what they want to do, and do who they want to do and screw who they want to screw. So, that's all I have to say about that. Continue. Keep them coming. Tag me. Tag them to the page if you like. I really enjoy them. Um, And shout out to Fabo and... The group, what is the group called that did the Laffy Taffy? That that original beat is from Geeked Up, and it reminds me of when I was stationed in Twenty Nine Palms. <laughs> and I used to go to this hole in the wall, and they would play "I'm Geeked Up, Geeked Up." So anytime I hear that beat, I'm like, oh, I'm in my zone. I feel 21 again. I enjoy it. I'm here for it. Keep them coming. All right, y'all, we're coming to a close, and I just want to give y'all a personal story real quick. I'm trying to keep it short, but I owe a friend a conversation. Well, small backstory on this is we had got into it. Um, just to put out there that me and this girl never met each other. We were friends over the internet, and we would literally talk every day. We had a daily chat um, to which that we would like pretty much keep up with each other, see how our lives were going. At the time, I was pregnant. She was going through some things, um, uh, going with a, a new job she was dealing with. And another girl in the group was going through a divorce. And another girl was going through, like, some homeowner business. Like, we were all going through our own little personal struggles and things that um, were new to us. And... At some point, this girl in particular had did something that I really, I guess I judged her for. And I didn't really look at the bigger picture of maybe like a slight cry for help. I don't want to demean or make her seem weak or anything like that. But that's what it was. And I think that um, in a time where I was probably supposed to embrace her. Because we're so used to being petty and cutting people off and that's that and whatever. Once you play me, you play yourself type shit. You know what I'm saying? But she was going through something and I kind of left her hanging. And even though my reasons for leaving her hanging might have been valid as fuck, I just feel like I owed her a second to really um, speak for herself and um, tell me her whole truth. And she might not have wanted to tell me her whole truth, but I should have at least allowed her the opportunity to do that. So closing out the show, I guess I wanted to say something about uh, judgment and forgiveness and um, being loyal, loyal to others to a certain extent of letting other people go. And they might not have directly 
affected you because you're so loyal to others. You know how when you get into it with somebody and um, your friend don't want you to be friends with them no more because <laughs> because they don't fuck with them. So you automatically send your loyalty over to them, even though they might not have did shit to you. That's kind of how my situation was. Um, this person, um, even though I felt a certain way about her and I was closer to her maybe than anybody else, um, that was offended by the things that she did. I'm not trying to make, like, I was this big, um, pinnacle in her life. Like, I was this big person in her life. I wasn't. I was just a friend. I was a person that would check in. I was somebody that really gave a shit about her. I'm a Pisces and I just, I'm an empath and, um... I really did and so she did some stuff that I just didn't agree with and I cut her off like I stopped talking to her and uh, recently I kind of got placed in a situation where I had to talk to her and I ended up releasing a lot of things that I probably should have talked to her either either on the phone or through a chat or something like that Um, and maybe I'm wrong for feeling like we still are owe each other a conversation, but at the same time, when you really care about somebody, I feel like you can at least allow them a chance for closure and allow them to speak their piece. And even though you guys might not be on the same page anymore, you can leave it. It's okay to leave off certain relationships with respect and with honor for the things that you guys both experienced and shared with each other. It doesn't always have to be ugly when you leave a situation or when you leave a person. You still maintain um, mutual respect there without it having to be ugly. And so I guess that's my lesson learned for the week. Is that I kind of experienced something like that where I kind of cut somebody off. I didn't give them a chance to speak for themselves or do anything. And I owe her that. And I plan on revisiting that situation in order to let her and myself get peace from that that place and a lot of people have this whole thing to me with pretending like they don't give a shit once they cut somebody off that set and I'm I'm just not that bitch like I would love to be somebody who just doesn't give a shit but I'm not and so I just want to leave with you guys just to make sure you allow people to really close that chapter in your life or to open up a new one for the most part (laughs) 